you learn that from? Grand Theft Auto 3. Word, can I borrow that? You got a uh, PlayStation 2? No, I got Gamecast. Gamecast? And we're back to Gamecast, the new show where we bring you all the things that are happening in our industry. Of course, you have me, your host, Malls, and my two co-hosts, Anime Hero 92 and Rager underscore Fiasco. By the way, this episode is brought to you by Ring Fit Adventure. Make sure that you get fit and have an adventure doing it. No, just kidding. We're not actually sponsored, but it'd be really cool if we can get to that point. So if y'all can give us all this love and support. If Nintendo is sponsoring our show, none of us are going to be where we currently are, okay? If Nintendo is sponsoring this show, I'll be like, we have a house, we're moving to LA, and let's get it. Because Nintendo money is serious. Um, One day. Look, One day. look keep, keep the aspirations, keep the goals. Because that's that would be the end, right? The the to be able to have an actual s- studio where we could record and it wouldn't be state to state and all that good stuff. I just want to get uh, Reggie to be a guest on the pod and to have lunch. You know, that'd be dope. The day, the day. So here, <laughs> here, here's here's the ambition, right? One, I agree. I want big game. I want Phil Spencer. <laughs> I really want to interview Phil Spencer. He's probably the one I want to interview most. And then right, like literally, like right, right here is is Reggie, um, and I just want to like ask them everything, and I want to be able to like them see the studio. And they're like, "Oh, this is Gamecast. This is where you record." And I'm like, oh, yes, this, <laughs> "Yes, this is where we record. Welcome, welcome." Um, and you know, I just wanted to be in a cool spot, like where the weather's nice, and then we could just live our best lives right after the show. So. Uh, let's, yes. yeah, look, I keep, I keep my ambitions high, I keep my goals high, and we, we're going to keep them moving as we make those goals come true. That is the 2021 energy you need to have, not riding the capital. Sorry, too soon. Um, but, crazy, crazy couple of weeks to start in 2021, ain't it? Look, I... <laughs> it's a little hard to focus on gaming, <laughs> When, when I mean, <laughs> all I know is if I do it in GTA, it's five stars. Yeah, they got that two-star reaction. I wasn't, you know, but anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but it, it all the, with all the craziness, though, gaming still moves on, and 2021 is still moving on in full force. And, and with that, we have a couple cool things. Uh, one, of course, we have CES has officially started in Las Vegas. The, the thing that really is unfortunate, though, and I, I have to admit, this has probably been the one disappointment to me because when I, when I look at the events for the year, I like CES because it's January. It starts everything off, right? And then you have, like, New York Comic Con. It's kind of like the fall. It's getting towards the end of the year. So, you know, and, and you know, I, I kind of came to grips with New York Comic Con. Oh, listen, completely. I came to grips with New York Comic Con because it was like, it was at the time where it was, it just made no sense. I don't know. Like, but CES, because it was in January last year, CES was one of the few events that did happen last year. So you can look at videos from 2020 CES. So I think there's a weird sort of like element to it because it's like in the same year, look what everything, like <laughs> you had the birds chirping and everything was good. <laughs> and then it was like March. <laughs> and it was just the downfall of, of so much. Um, yeah. so, you know, it, it, this, it kind of bugs me out, but CES is still going on. It is virtual. So we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but before I get to some cool gaming stuff with CES, 
Uh, the first thing I had to bring up, did y'all see that new Switch color? Did not know. I didn't get a chance to see yes, it. Yes, yes. So Switch. What is the color? The, here's what's crazy, right? So we all know that there's like an insane number of Joy-Con, Joy-Con combinations. So when, when I heard, when I see that, I'm like, okay, well, that was Nintendo's move. Nintendo's move was, okay, the Switch is going to be basic-ass gray, and then it's just like you can get as flamboyant as possible with all the Joy-Con colors, yeah. right? Um, but so, Nintendo said, nah, F all that, and here's a new color. So it is a Mario-based color. Now, <laughs> the basic-ass gray. Basic-ass gray. <laughs> It, it is a it is a Mario based color. It's red and blue. Now, what I don't know, and let me bring up the the last photo I have it have of it. What I don't know is if it's a commemoration um, for uh, you know because you know Mario had his thirty fifth this year, so you think it would have released this year. But I also don't know if it was slated to release this year. This could have been part of the whole thirty fifth anniversary sort of package we were getting. Um, but because of you know Mr. and Mrs. Rona, you know maybe maybe that's why we didn't get this. So I don't know, but I do know that it's a special hardware release. It launches on the 12th of February, the same day as 3D World, which goes more and more to my hypothesis that 3D World, 3D All Star, this was all slated to release this year, and because of probably like development. Uh, issues with, you know, who knows? Like, there could have been a development team. Someone got COVID with the development team, and they're like, ah, we got to pause. We got to pause 3D World. But, the, you know, the team for All-Stars maybe was like, hey, we're done. We can, we can kind of keep going. We're lined up with marketing. Who knows? But I have a good feeling all of this was meant to come out when it, it, when, around that time, around that sort of celebration. But it is really cool. For those who don't see it, uh, we're going to have visuals, of course, but it, it's red and blue. The system itself is red. Um, but the, you know that, um, I don't even know what you call it. Uh, so like, we know this is the, the pro controller, but packaged with the switch is this little, like, it's a grip. It's a grip. Right. So the, oh, Joy-Con, yeah, the Joy-Con grip, so the Joy-Con grip is blue. So it, it's really nice. And the docking station is red. So when, when the system is docked, it looks really, really good. Like I, I'm actually a big fan. I'm not the biggest fan of red. This is maroon for anyone who's. For anyone who tries to flame me, um, big fan of maroon, high school and college colors. But um, but <laughs> this red, it's a very deep red. It definitely kind of it kind of reminds me of like the Apple red products. Uh, maybe not. This kind yeah. of leans. Actually, no, I'm a little wrong. Looking at this more, it kind of leans more towards the reddish orange side. But for sure, it's Mario red. For for sure, it's the Mario jumper. You know, the the his plumber sort of outfit red, um, and it looks good. Um, but you know. So it's available February 12th. It's going to be the same cost to $99.99. It's not something we're going to have to pay anything extra for, which is which is cool, too. Um, and it just reminds us of the sort of classic Mario outfit. So uh, so for anyone who... Uh, oh, oh, and also, it looks like they're also going to be selling a sort of special, uh, like, casing as well. So you can also get, uh, like, a special casing that matches the Switch and all that. So... Yeah, so you got options. It's a, it's pretty cool. And, I mean, it's not... If I were to resell my Switch to get another Switch, it would really be the Animal Crossing version, which now is, like, in full force back in stock. Uh, but mm-hmm. but I'm I'm still holding on. I know we're getting a Switch Pro. I, I think there's just... 
too many hands pointing in one direction. So at this point, there's no reason to do it, at least at least in my opinion. Um, but for those who haven't gotten a Switch, I, I, this is cool. I, I honestly think I would fear towards this. I don't think you could... I think maybe, like, if you had a red Switch and, like, yellow Joy-Cons on it, I, you know, that might look weird. I, like, I think the color combination of the Joy-Cons work overall better. With... That's the McDonald's version. Right. <laughs> We don't want that. We do not want that. We do. In the words of Chadwick Boseman, we do not do that here. <laughs> no, that's, we don't. We don't do that here. Um, so that's a that to me is the only problem with actually making the switch itself a color is that you're like the combinations are kind of like weird now. <laughs> but you know, it's nothing new to adding things to the switch. We know that the Animal Crossing had a cool like back design, you know, I think the Super Smash Brothers mm-hmm. one also had a different sort of uh, backplate design, and so it's it's not new in terms of a, a, a newer sort of rendition of it, it's just that this is the first time ever uh, outside of the Switch lights, let, let me clarify outside of the Switch lights that we are actually getting a colored Switch so, um, while some people are like, it's just a new color for a Switch in the world of Switch, that is big news so yes, we're going to highlight that in, in Gamecast, so uh, big up to anyone who could get there is, uh, uh, I mean, scalpers are like pros now too, though. So, uh, I don't, I don't, you know, <laughs> I'm sure they scalpers. I mean, and this one's going to be popular because it's, you know, Mario's 35th. Yeah. So this is going to be really popular. So that's another thing to really look out for. And, you know, leaning towards Howard, I mean, you know, Zelda is celebrating. So I wait. It might be a Zelda switch. It, it might be it for you, man. This might be it. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Zelda's, Zelda's colors, though, right? What is it? Like green and green and yellow. Green, yellow, excellence. <laughs> what is that going to look like? <laughs> uh, I like mean, like, they could do green and, and brown and do the beef and broccoli. Like, that would be dope. <laughs> Thank you. Honestly, I like that. <laughs> you can't call it Zelda such broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yellow and gold is like more like um what it is like I mean sorry green and gold yeah ah, yellow and gold uh, money gold. and <laughs> <laughs> I stop myself but it's like money <laughs> and and wealth yeah that's all it is because they just make money <laughs> they all gonna make money even this red one it could come out with the color pink <laughs> no, they will but that Zelda's gonna hit different. So, you know, right now. look, you know, and I think that actually brings up a good discussion, right? I think, uh, one, you bring up a good point. Zelda's anniversary is next year. We all know Zelda and Mario are, like, the two most celebrated sort of series out of Nintendo, maybe outside of Pokemon. Um, but, you know, but Pokemon, we know, is Game Freak. So it's kind of like, these are these are Nintendo creations, right? Zelda and Mario. So we very, mel- very well may see uh, a Zelda theme switch, but like, is this also the move kind of going forward? All right, do you think the like a part of me thinks if they're going to release a Switch Pro, maybe the another appeal of the Switch Pro is going to be different colors, and they're just kind of like getting getting your feet wet with the whole like, oh, maybe I didn't want a different color Switch. Do you, if y'all had the Did choice, Nintendo... I, was, I was gonna say if y'all had the choice, would y'all get? A different color switch. If it wasn't a money thing, if it was just like y'all, y'all just had money to spend. The stimmy came in. You're just like, oh, you know, whatever. That looks good. Would y'all get another color switch? I definitely would. Okay. 
I know I definitely work. You know, it's just if I could trade my old Switch in and upgrade to a, mm-hmm. a nicer. Because right now I have Joy-Con drift with the fierceness and like you know I've, I've seen <laughs> the Paul Walker going with the fierceness. So a new Switch is not a bad idea for me. And if I can get a Zelda themed or, you know, that'd just be a win-win because they get a new Switch and they get something that I love. So it's it's a win-win. I feel it. What do you think? What about you, Jack? Hear me good, Nintendo. To the ninjas, listen to this podcast. If y'all make a gold and silver themed Switch Pro, I am 100% going to pre-order that bad boy. I'm going to keep it. I'm not going to trade my Switch in because y'all know me, Team Physical. I'm going to keep my Switch <laughs> and then That's have fine. a secondary Switch and then basically use it as like a transfer. But like if it's a gold and silver theme or red and blue, I absolutely will buy it hands down. Like mm-hmm. Pokemon theme in general will get me, but mm-hmm. those two specific mm-hmm. gens, especially with it's, uh, you know, going into this anniversary, uh, a gold and silver one I will have day one, like in my house. Mm-hmm. You know what? I gotta give props on that because as much as I like black and white, I don't think I would like a black and white switch. You know, like I like I, Yeah, you know, right, exactly. Like I, I think from a color scheming thing and as much as I like black and white, I don't like Zekrom and Reshram weren't like the coolest I like what they stood for, ideals versus I forgot what the other one was. They they had a cool mythology mythology behind them, but um I, I I agree. I think like because when I think of gold and silver, I also think of like the sparkle cartridge kind of thing. If, if y'all remember that, yeah. So like I kind of think of that sort of like sparkling sheen and that as they do that. Yeah, I, I agree. I, that would be really dope. I mean, and I know people are team crystal. I like crystal. It's just my beef. They didn't keep my electric sheep in there, so I I, I like crystal too. But I like gold and silver a bit more. Ooh. So they could put if they put sweet cool maybe on the side or in the back. I I would like that too, or maybe like a crystal variant in the middle. I dig it. What, what, they made it translucent. They made like the switch translucent. Yeah. Would you guys like that? Like, yes. It'd be different, you know. Yeah. yeah, okay. yeah let absolutely. me let me explain why. Let me because I like what they're doing now with translucent stuff versus back in the day. Mm. So like the translucent stuff, like with the N sixty four era, you straight up saw everything, and it was kind of like I guess yeah. that's kind of cool. But now when Sony came out with that five hundred, and it was subtle. I, like, I'm all about subtlety. It was like, you could tell it's translucent, but you would have to really, really look in that bad boy to see the, the operator, like, going ham, you know? I think that's what operators do. They, they dance like that. Um, like, that's what I want to see. So I went with the subtlety of, like, the PS5 500 millionth edition. Uh, millionth, right? 500,000? I don't know. 5 million? I don't know. But anyway, like, the PS5 blue <laughs> uh, special edition one, that they really, I want that type of subtlety of the transparency. Yeah. And not exactly like the, the GameStop Afterglow <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah, don't pay you. <laughs> no, so I, I, I think that's really dope. And I think, you know, big ups to Nintendo for getting creative and, and getting get, get out your comfort zone. Damn. Xbox has been out their comfort zone for years now. Get out your goddamn comfort zone. Sony and Nintendo, get out your comfort zone. We want colors. Colors is okay. And the people who don't want colors, they'll still buy your console anyway. They'll buy it in basic black. Or or now, I guess, basic white. Like, get fancy. We're done with this. Come on. And that's uh that's the GameCast speech of the night. <laughs> but uh, actually, speaking of the PS5, so now... 
here gets into the the CES sort of goodies, and CES is going to kind of take over my last couple of topics. So again, I, I kind of I mentioned it very briefly uh, yesterday or last last episode. So CES is now virtual, and CES is a show where it's not really a gaming show. It's just multiple tech tech giants, tech huge tech industry giants come together and show off. Uh, products that they plan to release maybe in a year, products they plan to release like well down the road, or products that are just going to stay in the concept phase, and that that's important. Um, so, but because almost every game major gaming publisher also sort of doubles as a software sort of you know they are like software engineers themselves, we typically see the big hitters there. So typically we do see Sony, we do see Microsoft. And it's not exactly a time for them to show off games. It's not really what it's for, but it is a time for them maybe to show off hardware, right? Maybe a time for them to show off new peripherals or something like that. Something that will integrate with their established systems. So, but Sony said, nah, F all that. And they were like, we're just going to share gaming news. I don't know why. I, I really don't know why. And I, I'm, I was like, hey, I'm okay with it. And basically what happened was the, the PlayStation uh, CEO, Jim Ryan, um, actually focused on the sort of PS5's launch and kind of the games released so far uh, in this, this sort of like virtual showcase. Um, and they actually explained or he shared what the release window looks like for a lot of the PS5 titles that they showcase in that video. So that video, the whole team watched. We didn't do it live. We didn't stream or anything. Just the Gamecast crew watch the sort of PS5 showcase um, together. And which was really fun, by the way, and I want to do that more in the future. Yeah. Um, and they explained some stuff. So the only thing out of this list that has a definitive actual release date is Returnal. I don't remember what that was, though, <laughs> uh, but that's coming out on March 19th this year. But let me also explain the rest of these because the, the, the windows are all over the place. Right. So we got mm. Pragmata comes out in 2023. Oh. <laughs> we got... Solar Ash comes out June of 2021. We have Kena, Bridge of Spirits, March of 2021. That Kena, Bridge of Spirits? Right, I, I remember that one. I do remember Kena. Um, so that one is definitely on our radar. And honestly, that's really not far. March is, March is considered Q1, coming kind of in the Q2, but end of Q1. Yeah, yeah, so I'm going to border, yeah. Yeah. Um, we have Stray and Ghostwire Tokyo, October 2021. Got, so straight for people who don't know what that is, do y'all remember that little trailer of that like random game where you're like you're a cat and you're like, yes, and it was like, yeah, yeah, it was a weird yeah. like cyberpunk thing, but yet you're a cat and kind of like a, a it's like a cyberpunk, not the game, the cyberpunk as in a genre. So it's like cyberpunk genre, and then you're a stray cat and, and all that good stuff. So um that i was actually pretty excited for because i like weird obscure titles now i think i'm getting older and I, the weirder the better at this point um sure so but that's <laughs> all the way into october october 2021 oh, that is coming out probably when i get married so i ain't nobody playing that on that game um but we have little devil inside that's july 2021 project athea january of 2022 we have hitman 3 january of so this month comes out this month um and then of course the hitter the big hitter horizon forbidden west which comes out this year so they couldn't give an exact month typically when they don't give an exact month 
it, it's best to either think on the side of holiday or delayed. <laughs> um, but but we'll hope we'll hope it still comes yeah. out. <laughs> you know, when they don't give yeah. a date, it's it's typically one yeah. of those two things. Uh, but look, what about Ratchet? Yeah, they ain't talking about Ratchet. <laughs> What do you mean? Why am I ratchet? Why am I ratchet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm more concerned about my girl Aloy because you know uh, you're going to be playing that for 24 hours straight. So I, I, mean, need, I need to know when to take off work. She's cool, but like ratchet or Clank though, like Aloy's great. You, you love her. Um, she's great, but like I missed my lawback. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. Let me see. They, they still haven't explained, but I think now they are, because of CES, I think there are other articles trying to dig into specifically those three titles, which are people are calling the big ones, which is Ratchet and Clank are ripped apart, Horizon Forbidden West, and God of War. Um, but the problem is they said two of these still have question marks attached to them. And unfortunately, that is Ratchet and Clank and God of War. So we don't, it's question marks. We just, we don't exactly know. Um, look, and I, I, it, here's, the, here's the problem, too. And you, you really do have to mount this also to Corona. I'm pretty sure these games would have been in full force yeah. development, full teams, but that's the problem. Like, I've seen whole factories have to, like, literally, like, halt production of things for a week or two, literally because one person ended up getting the, the virus. Like, this is delaying things way out of this t- the typical scope. So, unfortunately, sure Howard, we may not hear about Ratchet and Clank for a little while. <laughs> That's fine. Marvel's back, so I'm, I'm going to be I'm, That's I'm very good. true. We're, we're, we'll be busy. Yeah. And we're that, Even with so, that, hey. like, Insomniac is so busy because, mm-hmm. like, like I got to give Insomniac credit. They're handling so much stuff. I mean, they just finished up Miles. Really which, mm-hmm. thankfully, that made it because I was super... Man, when, every time I saw <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales in the news... I started sweating bullets up until release day. I was like, yo, anything can happen. <laughs> I told my fingers, broken. like, I went to bed. I woke up every day, checked my computer, Spider-Man Miles Rouse, still good to go. When it dropped, when it was supposed to, I was like, thank God. But I know, like, Insomniac puts a lot of effort into their games. I'm crossing my fingers mm-hmm. that Ratchet comes out this year. And same even with um, Gorilla. Like, mm-hmm. Gorilla games are, you could do anything. And I know they're going to put so much into that. But COVID, I mean, the fact that we got the PS5 and Xbox Series X and S out, was a miracle just with everything going it's on. True. So it's wild true. time for me. It's, true. it's wild yeah. time. You this is the, the definition of go with the flow, which is mm-hmm. why I already I already kinda had to make a determination that I ain't playing Cyberpunk until they release the next gen update for it. That bad boy's gonna sit on my system because I'm sick of goddamn watching PC screenshots and PC clips of this game looking yeah. like a freaking mind blown, like looking like true next gen. Meanwhile, although it looks good on the PS5, you know, you know, this part that still look dusty and I'm ready for it to look like it's supposed to. I want all them goddamn 10.2 teraflops to be used. I'm sick of them using only four. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> I, I divulge. But yes, you just have to go with the flow for everything. And some games you may have to wait because some games are getting updated to get fixed. Some games are just not releasing entirely. It's just, you just ew, go with the flow. Because this is the remnants of 2020. This is the DLC. This is that 2020 DLC that we're having to experience until about... (laughs) And that patch probably ain't coming until late, uh, maybe early summer. So, you know, we're just going to rock with this boat 
play the games that are in our backlog, and we're going to have a good-ass time, and we're going to continue to report, just like we're supposed to. Sure. Um, I hope to God it's not a remake of 2020, <laughs> the way uh, things are going. They don't hit us with a, like an HD remix, well, or, like okay. 2020 Birth by Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> super, super mega marvelous edition, turbo. <laughs> 2020. Definitive edition, all that, like. Shippooded. I think, uh. <laughs> I, look, if, okay, if the remake is like the Final Fantasy VII remake, then we're in good hands. But if it's anything like these other remakes that have been coming out, yeah, it's what <laughs> we in for, for a rough sea. Um, <laughs> but keeping the keeping the fun CES news going, and, and mind y'all, this is all week. So by the time you guys see this video, it'll be Friday. You guys are probably already going to see a whole bunch of more stuff come out every day. It's only Tuesday. So every single day is just an onslaught of new titles, concepts, products, all this stuff. So for those who really isn't into tech, just just Google CES because I guarantee you, you will find something that might interest you. Just like this, which is our next lovely topic. Uh, so Razer, we know we know Razer. Do we all know Razer, the company? So yeah, so Razer, they you know they're they're a cool gaming company. I, I think their products are a little bit pricey for what you get from them, but but at the end of the day, I'm a big fan of Razer. I use their headphones, and I, and I think that's it. <laughs> Everything else is Logitech. <laughs> I thought I had more Razer stuff, but I, I don't. Um, but, uh, but at the end of the day, Ra Razer's cool. And Razer is sort of, like, famous and infamous for, like, their RGB. You can kind of make the argument that they are the ones that really, like, created this, like, big push for RGB everything. Like, when you think Razer... It's like, okay, it could be a headphone stand, and under it is going to be RBG, RGB chroma lighting, like, or like everything, every peripheral they have, including Razer. Let me bring up this article directly so I don't mess anything up. Give me just a second. So, our friends at Razer have actually made, in the spirit of <laughs> this climate, they've actually made an N95 mask. So for for those who don't understand the mask, which you which you goddamn should right now, um, you know you got your you have your cloth mask, you have your medical mask, which is probably the one you see the most often, and then you have N95s. N95s are like the the Porsche of the the mask. Basically, it's while a, while a mask. Let's do a quick 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 lesson before shit gets controversial. A mask is meant to go over your nose and mouth, and which it's supposed to protect you from blowing air out to others. It's not necessarily supposed to protect you. It's, it's meant for you to protect you giving stuff to others, right? So, but an N95 does both. It, one, protects you from blowing stuff to others in your droplets and giving you receiving uh, said droplets. So, um, N95s are kind of hard to get, but, you know, especially since really, of course, they need, they're more well needed with our medical professionals. First, big shout out to all of them as well, who's been keeping us alive this damn year. Um, and, you know, but they're looking to make, so Razor's looking to make their own N95, and it's called Project Hazel. The The problem with this thing is it is a concept, and with a lot of CES products, it really is a toss-up whether they're going to actually uh, hit the market or not. But because of what they're looking to produce and because of the current climate, I would actually be very shocked if this didn't make the market. Um, so 
first, for anyone who hasn't seen what it looked like, please look it up. Just just look it up. It's called Project Hazel to, to name some stuff. First of all, the whole thing is transparent. It has a, a super transparent, glossy design, an outside shell, which is made of waterproof and scratch-resistant recycled pro, uh, plastic. Um, and because it's transparent, of course, it allows for lip reading and seeing facial cues when you chat with people. So that that's kind of like the wave this year, I think, because a lot of companies recognize, hey, this mask thing ain't going anywhere anytime soon. We may not see any difference until mid to late summer. So for now, you know, let's let's find ways to work with the people. And part of that is making masks that are transparent. Um, so right now, of course, because it is a concept, there is no price attached to it. With the Raisin N95, here, here's one thing, too, that, that people have to understand to get a better idea, right? So when you release a mask to the public, because of the importance of masks right now, they actually have to go through, like, necessary approvals and certifications from the Food and Drug Administration, the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, or the Occupational Safety and Health uh, Administration. So if someone, let's say if a new company releases a mask, if it doesn't abide by those, then they basically can't sell it. So that's one thing to know too, right? But this mask is super cool. Um, because it's transparent, like I said, you can see everything. And I think one of the coolest part of it is that Project Hazel will actually use active disc type ventilators, which, so you, you charge these ventilators, right? And they filter the air that's breathed in, as well as the CO2 that's being exhaled. Um, and so the company adds that it'll be for, uh, certified to filter 95% of airborne particles, including the COVID-19 virus and other common pathogens. Um, so, I mean, this thing literally has like, like gills, basically, um, in which you charge. It has a super cool like charging case. Um, and you put it in the charging case. It charges like these sort of ventilators. Um, and so this way, like everything's good. Everything is, uh, you're, you're healthy and everything's good to go. Um, and because it's Razer, of course, that bad boy got RGB lighting on it. Um, so the RGB lighting, just with RGB, that creates, what, 16.1 million color combinations or something like that, whatever the marketing term is. Um, but basically, you'll be able to walk around with this thing just filtering all the bad air around you while having a cool-ass light show around. You know, and I, I think, who knows? I th You know, I... I Although it's a gaming company, I think this is a really cool idea. And this is the first time where I'm like, I would actually invest money in this. If this thing went on sale, guarantee it'll be $100 minimum, for sure. This thing won't be anything less. Mm -hmm. um, and that's mainly because of the tech. There's a lot of tech in this bad boy. Um, but yeah, I would do it. I would invest $100. And, and basically, that's more confidence that I can go more places because I know it's actively filtering things in real time. And, you know, really, that's, that helps. <laughs> there we go. Because really, <laughs> so loud. <laughs> oh my God, someone got slapped. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's because it filters so much, it's more peace of mind when you're going to stores, when you're going to, when you're in large public, you know, crowded spaces, just knowing, okay, we're, we're good in here though, because my, <laughs> my gills is filtering what it got to do. Uh, that's pretty cool. So, shout out to Razer. Um, oh, sorry. Hold on. Uh, there's one more thing to it, right? Um, they did say, of course, the filters will have to be changed. So, I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how often that would look like. I don't know what that means. 
you know, how easy is it to buy filters, do razor, all that good stuff. But also, microphones and amplifiers embedded in the ventilators will project your voice through the mask. So you won't even sound muffled. Um, and that Razor told us that they're working with THX, you know, THX. Yeah. So THX mm-hmm. sound engineers to find a balance in terms of how loud the speaker should be for accessibility purposes. So this shit sounds dope. I don't know, I'm actually like, really, <laughs> I really hope they release it. Um, you know, and I'll, of course, I'll just continue to have photos and stuff that shows over it so that people can uh, actually see it. And, you know, I, I think this should not stay a concept. I just think that there are too many practical ideas here that it shouldn't remain a concept. I, I think it's it's not about like, oh, this would be cool. It's like, save people. <laughs> Get this bad boy out. <laughs> like, make, no. it, make it help me. <laughs> make it hit the market and make it hit the market. My only request for Razor, if this does exist, is that, you know, I hope it gets to the medical professionals first and then oh, yeah. it's free. Um, while, you know, the Elon Musk of the world, and of course, they're going to be able to buy 50 million of these uh, to be safe. You know, I hope that the healthcare professionals and the regular folk are able to really get it. And especially those who either have pre-existing conditions or were affected by COVID are able to get first access, even if it's a beta, uh, to be able to kind of test it out and give feedback and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as long as that thing does not go rogue and take air from people, not to be dark, but, you know, that's when my mind goes to tech sometimes. I'm down for it. Um, I think it sounds good. And, you know... Kudos to Razor for using the tech for, you know, really good things. Because um, this could have went towards, like, a Hot Pocket or something. something <laughs> like, ridiculous. <laughs> like, honestly, it really could have. No, you're right, you're right. No, this is going to protecting the human race. I, I agree. And yeah. I think it's like, like, this thing is literally trying to exterminate our species. This is a species attack, right? This is beyond your culture. It's beyond your political affiliation. It's beyond everything. It's an attack on the human race. And anyone who's able to provide technology to protect us, I think, should be rewarded. And I agree uh, that it really should go to the hands of the people who need it most um, and then start to trickle down. Um, although uh, I'm pretty sure Project Hazel is not Zahir, Jack. I- I'm pretty sure he <laughs> ain't going to do this. <laughs> That's probably a spoiler. Yeah, I, mean, you know, I guess I not. Sure. <laughs> that's a, that's a spoiler. <laughs> Shout out to my Legend of Korra fans, all five of us. Um, but yeah, one more thing too, from, from Razor, (laughs) uh, and this one though is more gamey. This, this isn't about protecting the human race. (laughs) This is definitely more gamey. Uh, you know, we all, we all know about gaming chairs. I have my, my handy dandy one right here. It's my absolute favorite. I've had it for two years and it's the comfiest chair I've ever owned in my goddamn life. If you can get a gaming chair, get a gaming chair. The the lumbar support is per, is, is so good. Um, and 90 degrees is, it helped my posture. And they're trying to build their own sort of gaming chair, which is new. Razer is not new to peripherals, but they would definitely be new entering into the, the gaming chair uh, sort of scene. But what's dope about this chair, this chair comes equipped with a 60-inch OLED screen that is rolled out and curves around the player. Mind you, again... This is concept. If one thing should come true, it's Project Hazel. <laughs> we actually need Project Hazel. <laughs> if, if one thing can stay in concept phase, it's this mofo. <laughs> um, but it will be really cool if, if both could get released. The, the problem with a chair like this, first of all, just thinking of an OLED screen in general, a 50-inch 50, a 50 OLED screen right now already costs 
goddamn, what, $1,500, bare minimum, and that's getting a cheaper one? Like, OLED screens are expensive. Because OLED screens are not on their cell phones, this is now a $1,200 cell phone. OLED screens are really expensive. And the fact that this thing not only is an OLED screen, it rolls out of the chair and just, like, encompasses your whole view. So, basically, it's, like, taking over your complete range of sight. Super immersive, but it's, it would be hella expensive. I Like, if this thing were to come out, I would not be shocked to see it uh, at $4,000. Um, and that's because they can make the argument alone with the, tel- with the screen. Because... OLEDs, like I said, they're, they're really pricey. Um, so, who knows? I I really don't think this one's going to come out. I, did, I just don't think there's enough of a market. This is literally like, I don't know, I don't know if y'all saw, like, Make Love Not Warcraft on that South Park episode where the guy had no life. And he was just, like, this, this is starting to get to that level. Or, or even better, it's like Wally when the, you know, they were all, like, in the chairs and they just had the screens around them and, like, and then Wally knocked one of the... Did y'all see Wally? So Wally, yeah, I know okay. he's Oh, I knew Jack didn't see Wally. God dang it, Jack. Okay, it's fine. Whatever. Jack didn't see any Disney movies. Look, I bought I brought How to Train Your Dragon. It came I didn't see that. to my Instagram story. I'm watching it this weekend. That's not so, Disney. Wally and everything. That's not Disney. <laughs> I know it's not Disney, but I'm taking baby steps to start seeing movies that people are disappointed I didn't see. Well, <laughs> well to give Jack... Because I was a poor college student. It was a movie ticket... And food, so I made hopefully the right decision. At times. <laughs> it's okay. Well, all these goddamn streaming services, you know, it's fine. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I digress. But yes, for those all the the millions who have seen Wally, you remember the guys was in the chair, and then you saw the screen surrounding them. So uh, people are making jokes like basically returning into Wally with that and stuff. And uh, but but I do like the idea. I do like the idea of being able to remove all of your monitors, right? So, like, if I look at this from a practical standpoint, you you no longer need a desk, you know what I mean? It's just, and you're literally, your gaming chair officially becomes your whole entire workstation. And I think there's, like, something cool to that, right? That you can just kind of, like, like, I'm on my computer, like, I'm working, like, I don't know, like, I plug maybe my laptop into the HDMI port, and, like, I'm working. I'm literally working in my chair while I'm just kind of, like, uh, maybe I have my mouse on the one little pad. I, I don't know. So who knows? Uh, but everyone go check it out, too. I think it's another cool concept. It's, it's really dope that Razer is thinking out the box here. And I, I commend any company for thinking out the box because we all know even if even if companies go basic, like, we still buy their stuff. And it's it's cool when one tries to be a little extra. So, uh, But that is... All I had to bring to the table. Um, we'll just bring it in, open it up to all of y'all. So, Jack, starting with you, what did you see? So, this was kind of an action-packed week. Um, one kind of update before I go into new news is um, an update from last week. I know I talked about the DSi games being taken down from Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're back up. Um, mm-hmm. There wasn't really a statement from Nintendo. I guess the person who broke the news was like, hey, by the way, update, they're back up. So Shantae was back. Um, you can get Oregon Trail um, and all those other games that were pretty hot that people wanted. Uh, the DSi is back. So I don't know if the Nintendo Ninjas just let the grip go or they had other stuff to focus in on um, with a lot of things this week. But um, speaking kind of of the Nintendo Ninjas for new news. So I don't know if y'all know about the Game & Watch anniversary thing that came out. 
Um, yeah. Was I gonna... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can get it for I think about fifty bucks now. It looks really yeah. cool. Um some of my friends have gotten it and shown pictures on Discord. Basically, if you do anything with modding it, um don't put it on YouTube. Uh Nintendo put up a copyright claim for a YouTube channel who basically was like, How to mod your game and watch thing. And you can't really add too many games to it. It's not like you can play like you Pokemon can. on it or You can. But yeah. Can barely it's just, play... like, you can probably add a couple games. That's it. That's so dumb. There's not it's not yeah. a P I know the PS Classic got modded heavily, but it was the mm-hmm. perfect system to mod. I do truly. Right. <laughs> Good thing there's no PlayStation ninjas. But it, it yeah. really it really was a perfect thing to mod. This thing is like this thing is a novelty. It's just meant to oh whatever. Go on. <laughs> yeah, I mean honestly, let me tell you something. I'm not shocked. Nintendo hit me with copyright strikes for I'm playing the legit NES classic, not a five hour stream, and it said copyright claim my channel, and I'm like, Nintendo. I have 13 people maybe watching this video, if that. And one of one of 13 is me twice. Let me be real here. Second of all, how the hell did you find me? Third, why? I, it's a licensed product. But I could go wow. on and we could make a whole podcast topic on Nintendo, make it make sense. Maybe that'll be a future thing. I don't know. But that's that. Aggressive. Um, yeah. Um, in terms of PlayStation Ninjas, uh, Miles, you actually were looking into the future. They might exist. Um, y'all remember that all black PS5 we got really hyped about? The yeah, PlayStation we 2 version? Yeah. yeah. Um, it I ain't happening. No. I saw that. Yeah, it ain't happening. Unfortunately, the team, they had a, a lot of pre orders in. Um, they got threats and they couldn't reveal where the threats from. We don't know if it was Sony. We don't know if it was Angry Customers. We don't know if it was Big Brother, whomever. Uh, basically, was like, yeah, don't. And it was to their team. They took it very seriously to the point they had to cancel all pre-orders and refund people. Um, I think my bigger thing about it is, and I think for many reasons, I was kind of like theorizing this today at work. I really think the main thing is the PS5 is so new. Yeah, it's too new. That if this may happen like two or three years down the road, Sony may have an eye to it, but they've been like, whatever. Or, you know, if it's somebody who like is not of a third party, I know of like Controller Chaos and other people, they design controllers, but they don't do full consoles. <laughs> if they do, it's usually a year or two down the road. I think it's just too early and too many eyes are on it. And once something gets popular and you don't have the rights to it, the parent to company comes out a bit harder than if it's something they really don't care about unless it's Nintendo. So, you know. <laughs> Damn. That, kind of a bummer, but I thought the concept looked cool. We were all blown away by it. Um, it had my curiosity and my attention. So, you know, just I, can you deal. I mean, yeah, y'all. We're, we're just going to we're gonna have a... Look, look, okay. Sony wanted to be different and release a white white mm-hmm. system, right? And and I can't be upset with them for that. And basically, it's their whole idea of saying this is a whole new... Oh, It's almost like starting a new era. I can't even use the word generation. To them, it's like this is a new era, right? Yeah. So every new controller is going to be the DualSense 2, the DualSense 3. Like, uh, So I think their whole idea was we're starting a new era, and that's why. And because of that, yeah, of course they're going to be like, we're going to get real conservative with this specific color, because this is the brand shift right now, and and, I, and I, it is what it is. I mean, at the end, at the end of the day, look, it's not illegal. Yeah, it is, but you can get spray paint <laughs> if you know what you're doing <laughs> and spray paint your got your face plates. I'm like, look, I don't, I don't know how to do it, and I don't I'm want. Just... But look, do, do y'all uh, color? Look, uh, y'all got y'all got nieces and nephews or you know little kids. Tell them, hey. As long as you don't touch these parts, every surface of this plate, <laughs> color it with this marker. Uh, look, I, look, I, options, but you know. 
can't have nothing. Yeah. <laughs> can't have nothing. Yeah, I mean, that was a bummer. So, like, that news kind of hit. Oh, and then um, I guess, like, the last two things I'll touch on really quickly is uh, Scott Pilgrim drops on Thursday. Oh, that's right. Um, that's right. I'm super hyped for Scott Pilgrim. Um, we're going to be covering it on Saturday. So, Miles and I will be streaming it, which I'm super hyped about. Cannot wait. Um, we'll do a co-op of it because Switch – well, if you get it on PlayStation or Switch, um, it has online co-op as well as local co-op. So, that I mean, that's great. Um, you know, you'd be able to kind of set it up, especially with pandemic times if you got buddies and – you know, you love the Scott Pilgrim series or you like the games, you can just team up and uh, do it. Um, when Howard's free, we can do a game cast, play Scott Pilgrim, and I get definitely. the three of us to play mode. Yes. That'd be dope. So, game so cast we one. hook that up at the future stream, so we got to hook that up. Tell your boss um, you got diarrhea. Be free on Saturday. Oh, God. <laughs> they would still want me to come in. Oh, man. Tell him you got dysentery. <laughs> yeah, but you get, I mean, you can download the Oregon Trail on DSi, and, like, there you go. <laughs> but uh shout out to limited run games um for those who don't know limited run games it literally self-explanatory but yeah. they make games that are limited run and they have my heart because they're forever physical the staff is so nice um they are team physical to the day yeah. that they go i love them because scott pilgrim is getting a physical release um i'm gonna let y'all know even though i'm gonna be fighting for y'all in the queue so i'm gonna be nice here um, but by the time this goes up, it might have passed, but it's going to be Friday at 10 a.m. Yeah. Um, it goes online, and it's a six-week pre-order window. So do not wait six weeks. Do it whenever you can. Uh, it's going to be 35 bucks to pre-order. Disclaimer, though, it may take three to five months to get to you. That's the only mm-hmm. thing. It's a bit of a wait. Yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. bit of a... Yeah. It's just it's like going to take some time. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, we, Miles and I have been waiting for our analog pockets. Yeah. We cross our fingers coming out in May, but who knows? That shit could be about Christmas. We don't know. Like, you know, Santa, Santa might bring it to us and be like, hey, analog pocket, buddy. Now remember this? Even though we pay for it. Well, I forgot yeah, right? about that. <laughs> Thanks, Santa. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah. But um, I'm hyped as a physical version because, like I've been saying on the podcast ever since this news dropped, they delisted it before. Across my fingers, it doesn't happen again, but I will be getting into PlayStation 4 physical. So that way, if they try that crap, hit the Uno reverse team physical, takes no outs. Okay. Uh, here's, where I'm a little, here's where I'm a little mixed. Uh, I don't know, since it's on Switch and, and PlayStation, I don't know whether I should get it on PlayStation Digital because they have typically the better online services, right? Whereas, like, Switch tends to do freezing and you're playing someone online and, and they're just going, like, oh, we're in 2021 and shit's still freezing, Nintendo. Like, come on. That is a good point. Honestly, I will go off your bet if you want to reverse it. I'm down for that, too. Yeah. Because, like, the, the cover looks great. By the way, I didn't talk about, like, the cover. Like, it has uh, the Sonic Advance. Um, or No, Sonic Adventure, my bad. Sonic Adventure-style cover for Scott Pilgrim. It's so cool. So, Miles, if you go PS5 version with it, I'll do that, too, and then get the Switch physical. Um, but, yeah, it, it looks so dope. Like, they have that. And also, I know, Howard, you like vinyls. Like, you absolutely love them. If you like the Scott Pilgrim music, the vinyl is on pre-order right now. Um, so you can get the vinyl for it. Hmm. So they have gone all out with celebrate. Like this has been one of the most requested games. That's why I'm telling people, if you're listening to this and you're thinking about like, I don't know, I'm saving some money. Like I got my uh, stimmy came in, and you're looking to get a treat yourself item. Do it because when this sells out, you probably won't see it again. This will be one of those things on eBay that will go for fifty to ninety dollars, um, if that. You know, it's funny. 
in in researching <laughs> what this cover looks like, uh, I just got a show uh, of someone who used marker to custom their PS5. So, you know, I'm just oh I'm just yeah, that's so dope. I'm just saying, like I said, look, I, I can't do it. I'm not an artist, but <laughs> it's essentially a blank canvas. That, that's all I was saying. <laughs> Um, no, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I, yeah, I think I'm veering towards PlayStation because online co-op in dealing with Streets of Rage 4, um, it, like online co-op was really choppy, and I want a system that like utilizes the uh, the internet to the best of uh, the uh, console's ability. So, and I love the Switch. I love the death, but the online, I play a lot of Mario Tennis Aces online. Y'all know that, and it's just inconsistent. <laughs> And Smash Brothers be inconsistent, and it's just like. Ah. So yeah. you know what? We'll do the owner reverse. We'll go PS5 digital, Switch physical. Because I'm I'm down for either. Honestly, like I see physical, I just want this game in my hands. Yeah. So that way, whomever tries that crap again, we don't have to worry about it. Um, so that's always a good thing. And then my last bit of news that's really cool. Um, it's kind of like a bit of a rumor, but um, if y'all on Twitter, GTA Six trends for no reason. Um, people would just bring up GTA 6 and it gets a lot of attention. Same mm. with Bully 2, the freaking people who play with my heart every day. No, I love Bully and I want to stream it one day. Never they type played. Bully 2, I start hyperventilating, I go and it's just people saying, why is Bully 2 trending? And I get disappointed. <laughs> but GTA 6 today, it's a rumor, nothing confirmed by Rockstar or anything Rockstar Entertainment, but there's a rumor that there might be our first female protagonist. Um, this has been getting a bit of buzz. I know on comicbooknews.com, um, it's saying reports that there was like some information or leakings or rumblings that, you know, GTA, they always do different protagonists. You know, um, they had our first uh, immigrant protagonist, Nico Bellic. Yeah. Uh, everyone knows uh, our homie CJ, Carl Johnson, first black African-American protagonist, a.k.a. one of my favorites, the homie. Um, and then, of course, GTA 5, we had our first trio protagonist. We got yeah. to put more than one character. So I'm not shocked if Rockstar goes with this move. Um, of course, the internet is going to be the internet. Be stupid. Um, but, you know, even though we have multiple male protagonists, I don't see why it's an issue with a female protagonist. If the game is good, I don't care. I, I just want the game to be good. And if it's female protagonist, I think that's a win for gaming in terms of diversity Definitely. and gender inclusion. Yeah, so. um, yeah, 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 you're just going to have the people who are like, this is the SJW. No, no. <laughs> it's called representation and it's called new perspective. It's new perspective, and I think what and that's what happened, right? It happened when we had CJ. A lot of people weren't aware of how crazy the hood was, and you know, like, people weren't how crazy like immigration laws were and the situations. What happens when you become an immigrant from like Eastern Europe coming into America? How how you know it's and every time you you change it up from the sort of basic sort of status. Yes, you add perspective. And the one thing that Rockstar does so well is they add perspective to whatever narrative they're pushing, right? So I'm all for it. I, I think, like, the only thing... And I hate that I even thought of I was thinking this way. I was thinking of just, like, like the hookers and stuff like that. Like, cause, you know, but... Yeah, not you know, good point. And, uh, but I don't, you know, I, I don't... Because that would be interesting if, like... Because, like, in Cyberpunk, there are both male hookers and, and female hookers, right? Or they call them love dolls, love dolls, or something like that. Um, so, like they they might go that route too, and, and it doesn't matter your gender. Well, in Cyberpunk, it really doesn't matter your gender because you can be a man and be a woman. Oh like it, it's a whole, it's the full spectrum. Um, so I do wonder if you're gonna play as a female, if they will allow, you know, so and who's who's a girl playing it? That's like, well, I want to 
do it with a dude, you know, a guy or whatever, whoever, whatever. So that would be interesting. That and I, I'm so mad. My brain went left immediately when I when I was like, I wonder what they would do with hookers. But yes, <laughs> it's important. I mean, honestly, cyberpunk opened up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, cyberpunk opened up many doors. Like, um, it's a good topic. There's a certain character who starts with the letter P. I won't spoil it for anybody, but if y'all see them. Um, people have been romancing this character online, and I'm like, I don't play cyberpunk, but I might for that character. I was like, oh my god, I was like, hello, pops up on my timeline every day, and I'm like, you know what? So, you know what? I, I get it, so yeah, but that's all my big news for uh this week. Overall, I'm just super excited for Scott Pilgrim. Uh, I guess the last little tidbit is Cyber Shadow drops on the 26th. Um, uh, for those that don't know, Yachts Club Games, the people who made Shovel Knight. It's mm. kind of like a Ninja Gaiden type game. Mm. It's super dope. The pre-order is only 15 bucks on PlayStation and Switch. Um, get it. It looks really good. It has my attention, so definitely check it out. Yeah, that's add it to the goddamn backlog. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you saw saw anything crazy this week? Obviously, it was in a crazy work week. I mean, only thing I saw was Marvel related news. Supposed to this year, the Netflix contracts are gonna be over, mm-hmm. so we get we get Luke Cage, Jessica Jones, Iron Fist. We don't really need him, um, and Daredevil. We get them all back in the MCU. And um, Kevin Feige came out and said um, they're making Deadpool three. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be R rated. It's definitely it's confirmed to be R rated in the MCU, which I don't really know how they're gonna do with that because it's still Disney. We might get the first R-rated Disney movie, and I'm all for it. Honestly, that's pretty much it. I mean, I did get um today. I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, oh you did? Oh, hey, oh. yeah. Sorry, I got to play it, so I had I just got delivered today. Um, I've been playing Man Eater on PS5, a free game. Have you guys? Do you guys know about that Man Eater? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard about Man Eater. Yeah. Bro, get familiar. It's really it's it's fun. I didn't know it was gonna be so fun. Like you're a shark trying to avenge your mom and you have to like raise the shark so every time you level up you um I guess you get older, so now I'm a teen. And you're just trying to hunt down the, your mother's killer. It, it, it sounds crazy, but like it's actually really fun. Add it to the back. Like Batman shark. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> what is this? Every time I get older, it's like deep monologues and everything. <laughs> I, still hear her screams. I still hear her screams. There's a narrator for, for some reason. Voice right, it's, Morgan voice it's Morgan Freeman. It's Morgan Freeman. He sounds like that. Um, I, don't, I don't even know. Like There is a narrator. He actually tells you, oh, this shark is growing up and this is not like he's actually narrating your life. But you're still a shark. You get the new custom skins. You get power-ups. I just got some electric teeth. Bro, it's lit. I didn't make it that face, but it's lit. <laughs> it's good. Look, it's a great game. look, whenever you can put electric teeth on a shark, I, you know, I agree. I agree. It is fun. Look, any, is. anything free to play is gonna get my attention. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna sit there. I'm like, hey, if it's free, I'll, I'll definitely try it out. I'm just, I keep jumping hey, in. A, I don't know. I keep jumping in RPGs, and RPGs take forever to beat. So, and I think my next they game do. will probably be jumping back into Final Fantasy 14 to kill a couple months. 
for the next next gen upgrade for Cyberpunk, which is when I'll jump back into Cyberpunk. And then I don't know. So that's kind of the the game plan. I think I'm like, all right, I'll finish. I think I'll finish Final Fantasy VII remake. Probably play Final Fantasy fourteen until I have to pay for it because it's free up to level sixty. And then probably finish Persona Five finally. And then I'll be mm. done with like my RPG kick, and then I can like probably get back into whatever. That's a good plan. That's yeah. a really good plan. But when you're doing all that, well, first download Man Eater just okay. so you have it while it's still free. That's true. No, no but he's right. No, he's right because Steam Physical. That's true. That's the problem. Team Digital. I'll get it. Make sure it's on my console. Definitely. And we're doing all that. We have we're maybe next year. You get there with all year. that. You can play. Man. You can play. Man. It's a fun time, bro. Uh, it is a fun time. Call me by surprise. Okay, I'm, I'm in. I'll, I'll Call in. me by surprise. I'll jump in. Right. I'll play it. I'll, I'll be Jaws. You're not Jaws. Get back. Get back. You're not Jaws. Oh, okay. You're a uh, Jabba Jaw? What? <laughs> you're, oh, what's the, you're Meg. You don't watch Disney. You <laughs> didn't watch Disney. <laughs> yeah, I don't want you to no. He ain't never seen how to train your dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, bro, bro, in all seriousness, this is a great game. That's pretty much what's been tied to me over it this week. That's pretty cool. Download it. I just do a van. Jeannie likes it. And oh, Jeannie is my fiance, fiance who don't know. And she's she's loving it. Okay. We like killing killing groupers and fighting barracudas. And, uh, Sounds good. It's lit. fun. <laughs> sounds lit. Sounds sounds violent. It's like it's oh. like the echo of the dolphin sequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to like actually like fight humans. Like you, yeah. you got to fight. Like you have to have to consume. And when you consume animals or humans, like you get your health back, which is that's a neat feature. You know, you have to kill to survive, which makes sense. I am a shark. I am a shark, and I really. Okay. And then we knew there's we don't struggles. Condone, so- we don't condone Jack uh, Howard's killing of uh, things to survive. Um, but <laughs> we will make Life sure we <laughs> we will make sure we have that good footage playing of it so that everyone else can see uh, see how it works. And I will definitely download it um, before it ends up coming off the store. But <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> fun week. Fun week in gaming. I think fun week. It's just, it's just good not to see a whole lot of negativity. I just felt like there was so much negativity for a while. And I feel like we're starting to like have more positive and fun topics that are trending. So uh, with that, uh, we just hope you guys have an excellent rest of your Friday, your Friday evening, and an excellent rest of your weekend. And we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Peace.